0: welcome to the Razor web design wire podcast with matt reed the Razor web design wire podcast with matt reed welcome everyone episode 48 today I hope you had a good holiday period if you're just listening um i'm just recording this just after christmas time so we're getting back into it again um a question that's come up a few times is people saying to me oh should i put my pricing on my website and I'm sure you've probably asked yourself that question as well. Now, if you're an e-commerce store selling you know, your retailing product, well, yeah, pretty much definitely you're going to be putting your pricing in your website. But if you're a service business, a lot of service businesses um, deliberate whether they should be putting their pricing on their website um, to basically tell their customers and clients uh, what the different prices are or different packages are or their hourly rate and stuff like that. So. Um, There's sort of a yes and no answer really, it's um, in some cases yes, it's definitely good to have it on there, some cases no. If a lot of your competitors put pricing on there, then generally I would say put your pricing on too. But if a lot of your competitors don't put their pricing on, then you can sort of see there's a standard where no one does put their pricing on. Now, the exception to that is if you're you're really well priced, like if you know that you're one of the cheapest um, in your industry or your market, then that can be advantageous putting your pricing on your website because people go, oh, okay, that's actually quite reasonable um, because they might have got quotes somewhere else or they might have not had quotes at all and they're just looking going, oh, actually, that sounds pretty good. Because um, what you're going to think is, you know, if someone's in a rush for, for a service that you offer and they've gone to through three other websites and there's no pricing and they've got an email or call for a quote and they go to your website and they see the price and they go, oh, I'm in a rush, that's actually quite reasonable, um, to, to hell with it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contact these guys and get them to do the, do the job. So it can be sort of beneficial for you to actually put your pricing on there, especially when you know you're quite well priced in your segment, um, to then attract more business um, easily because people just go, there's the price straight away, they've got it. You know, people want things right now, the price is there, they've got it, away they go. Now, if your pricing is not competitive, you know, let's say you're a premium service and you're obviously really good at what you do and um, you add a lot more value than the competition, then, yeah, sure, you can still, still show your pricing. But if you show your pricing, you've really got to highlight to people why you are that much more expensive or why you are that price in general. Um, you can't just be, for example, a business coach. You can't be a business coach and say, you know, hi, I'm... Joe blogs, I'm a business coach with a diploma and blah, blah. And I set up a business a few years ago. My hourly rates, 200 bucks an hour, get in touch. You've got to be really sort of, you've got to get into detail and tell people and educate them, why should I pay $200 an hour? You know, why should I pay you 200 bucks an hour? So I'm a business coach. I've set up two businesses, um, two multi-million dollar businesses and, um, you know, I've helped over ten local businesses or ten people uh, take their income and double it. So you know stuff like that, and getting testimonials and references to back that all up. So if you are offering a premium service, like a business coach or um, I don't know a lawyer, for example, tell people why you are worth that money. If you were going to put that uh, pricing on there. On my own business website for about six or seven years, I actually showed pricing on it. But then I thought, hmm, no one else is doing, uh, no one else is showing their pricing for a start. And B, web design is such a varied subject, you know, one website's going to cost this, one website's going to cost that. No two websites are really the same. So I thought, I'll pull my pricing off there because it's not really predictable what co- what's going to cost what. And that's sort of another reason to consider whether you show your pricing, obviously, as well as, yeah, do you, are you selling a service that's sort of measurable and predictable every time someone's going to probably need an hour or two and that's it? Or are they going to maybe need an hour here and then you might find out they need to come back in two weeks and then six weeks. You know, you've got to really figure out if what you're sort of putting on there price-wise is actually generally what it's going to be. Or is every case sort of different and it's going to cost per case and you can't really predict. You can also include, which I've done on some sites, is uh, like just ranges of pricing. Um, You know, for less than $1,000 you can have this service. So it doesn't sort of give away the pricing exactly but it sort of highlights that this is the price range that you're looking at and then it's more just get a quote and what i generally like to do on websites is have something like get an instant quote or get a free quote um even by email because people sometimes get a bit scared of getting hampered pampered by phone calls from companies saying oh you you know you want to buy the product you want to buy the service blah blah blah, blah. and people don't like that so Having an email get a quote can be a good way to get started. Now obviously you get a lot of tire kickers and people wasting your time, but even if you can develop some sort of basic templated email, and if someone asks for a quote for this you can just copy and paste it, yep this is um, this is going to be 500 bucks roughly, and then you're sort of not wasting your time on people that are just looking for the cheapest price. Because at the end of the day, sure, from my experience, the people that are paying the less amount of money are the ones that are most demanding. So really in business, you're always trying to um, attract the clients that are happy to spend the money because they know you are going to help them and add value rather than the people that are looking for the cheapest deal and you to go over and above for them when they're not even compensating you um, financially for that. Anyway guys, that's the Razor Web Design Why podcast and I hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. That was the Razor Web Design Wire podcast with Matt Reid. For more, visit razorweb.co.nz.